I'm Martin Green, and you're listening to The Portal. If I were you, I'd stick some headphones on at this point, because, as ever, it's all about the lugs. Episode 3. Angela records for Etheridge. Angela sent me this huge box of tapes. Loads of recordings. Spanning more than 40 years. Susan Sontag, who was a contemporary of Angela's, and we know that they met at least once, said all photographs testify to time's relentless melt. And just like photographs, audio recordings have an interesting relationship with time. Because recordings have to be made over time. They have to have duration. But the purpose of recording is to transplant time. Good recordings evoke enough of an experience that has already happened to give us a sensation of that at some point in the future allows us later on to play around with time to pick and choose these frozen moments the word record comes from the latin cor meaning heart to recorder which means in old french literally to learn by heart and i love that that that's how we get this word because so much of this is about heart for ages that box of tapes just sat there my wave was at rest that was scared, stultified. I've been to Angela and she's confirmed something really important, that this nightmare was, if not inherited, at least shared with this man, Etheridge. It had clearly taken Etheridge down and I think that's what scared me. And she was dead. For some reason that's scary as well. But eventually I did get into it. But someone drops 40 years of an incredible life onto your doorstep. I mean, check it out. She did some stuff. Those first clues arrived to me as physical objects, as recordings. And the second clues were physical too. They were his notebooks. And I'd like to say thanks again to the Vaughan Williams Memorial Library for access to his notebooks. It's surprisingly affecting to feel connected to Etheridge through these objects. There's such a level of detail in these books, and I feel the first wave of empathy with Etheridge, hiding from the macro of the world in the micro of obsession. As I go through his notebooks, I feel us on similar journeys, or maybe I just want to. The notebooks offer nothing much to our story until 1942. Etheridge is 24, and he has just left the army. From his notes, it seems like he didn't hate it in the army. He was a low-level codebreaker in a sub-subsection of a team of brilliant mathematicians. But the herds of men, they made no sense at boarding school, and they made no sense in the officer's mess. One letter to his mother says, They are just animals, and why must they insist on calling me Georgie? But a bad chest infection set his asthma off, and he did all he could to let it which led to his being sent home in March 1942. Blissful. Angie! Oh, thanks for waiting. Angela? Was he there? What did you say? I just made something up. We know bits and pieces of her early life. Anywhere that's not Stephen. Pa's worse than ever, I can't even No more joyous than Etheridge, as I fear. London? As I say, we don't know much, but I'd be fairly confident she still had a particular turn of phrase. I was near kicking myself. Etheridge scurried back to Oxford to continue his academic work. It seems he had no one waiting for him. Etheridge had never really been into girls or boys. He was not keen on physical contact. And with no lover to keep him at Oxford, he wasted little time 
A week after he left the army, he boarded the sleeper train to Glasgow to continue his obsessive research into the ancient hoving ritual. A hunch had led him to lowland Scotland. I spend long enough in Etheridge's notebooks, I feel like I can imagine him. I can sense his frustration. Fighting the urge for the first pint of the day in a freezing, drafty hotel. Have you any other books? I've read the Raymond Chandler already and I wondered too, sir. Daphne de Maurier's Frenchman's Creek of the Bible. Mrs. Carmichael was... Uh, fuck. <laughs> we have to get someone else to do this. I can't do it. I Have you any other books? I've read the Raymond Chandler already and I wondered... T-Sarton. Daphne de Maurier's Frenchman's Creek or the Bible. Mrs. Carmichael, that is to say Betty, said that's all we needed. Allowed for both entertainment and improvement. I need time for either myself, but she was... He had made many such trips in his early career. The pattern was always similar. He'd board up at a cheap hotel and put out word that he was collecting songs and paying a shilling a time for any he didn't have. Looks like nothing much happened the first week. Oh, and perhaps a pint of heavy, a settler, mid-morning treat. It's uh, 20 past nine, sir. His oh. letter back to the university. Yes, it is. I rise early. There is uh, little to report yes, from Straven. Yeah. I have been here the better part of a week. The war has taken most of the men and almost all the pipers. With the women twice as busy, there is little to record. Those I have found offer nothing of significance. Yes? You the recording man? Tuesday there are a couple of entries. Yes. You're busy. Slow morning. God, no. Man with fiddle. 10.05 a.m. Tuesday, 30th of March. This is the oldest existing field recording of Etridge's. So many wax cylinders haven't lasted. And this was the first outing of the university's new wire tape machine. I've seen pictures of it. Man, it looks heavy. A couple of thousand miles away in Germany, magnetic tape was being perfected and was about to change the world of recording forever. But for now, we just have this crackle fest to listen to. Uh, yes, we're just back. Action. Intelligence. Mason Bourne, was it? No, actually, bloody freezing. So, please tell me, for the recording, what do you play? Documents. Etheridge was a man of documents. That word comes from the Latin for teaching, and this is perhaps an interesting difference between these two people. Etheridge documents, and Angela records. For me, record, as a noun, will always mean vinyl LPs. And we're currently listening to a record that Angela produced in the late 60s with Dusseldorf band Light of the Cthulhu, which became the soundtrack to her infamous acid tapes. The question is, would you do it again? Mm. Mm. Ah, <laughs> well, mm. okay, um, probably not. I have found as I go through all this stuff that I feel her life in her tapes, but I feel his life in his handwriting. I sense more heart in the change of pen stroke 
than I hear in his recorded voice. So, please tell me, for the recording, what do you play? And now we get to the really magical aspect of recording. Your music. Because we can share something with Etheridge. Oh, wonderful. Share something with a dead guy we've never met. Because we can hear what he heard in a freezing hotel in Straven in 1942. Which is surely a little bit of magic in the universe. We can imagine him sat there in the warmth of the fire in the glow of an afternoon pint ready to hear from the bearers of tradition perhaps to unlock this mysterious beautiful traditional music once and for all sadly it's just dire and to be honest there was a lot of that I'm not sure all the people that came to the Etridge were even musicians a shilling was a lot of money there are 113 recordings from that trip alone and none of them have anything much to offer. I'm sure Etheridge had become despondent by the end of that. He'd been so keen to get to work. Would you order me a cab, please? I have a 3pm train to Glasgow. To a build-up and a letdown. When should I leave? The tup feeds on such things. I know that myself. Stronger with every little failure. Uh, I'm not sure which way you'll have to go. Betty always used to say it was quicker to go round But on Wednesday, in Straven, in Lowland Scotland, on March the 31st, 1942, she had come in. You're early. I said 2.15. You must wait. I said you must wait. Sorry to bother you, sir. A girl down there to see you. Two things I do remember about science. First, the superimposition of two waves will always result in something complex occurring. And secondly, always label everything. I've come to sing for money. Young lady, the doctor's not got time for this now. He's a very busy man. I've come to sing for money. Well, I'm terribly sorry. I'm just leaving. What is it you sing, my dear? Songs. Well, that's a jolly good start. If you're sure, we'll never sir. know why Etheridge yes, changed yes, his mind and recorded Angela's song. Just one more document to add to the Do collection, perhaps. I'm a student of the folklore of this country. I collect the songs of the common people, and especially the travelling people. Well, I'm travelling people. Ask anyone I'm for the camp. Behind the tip, you can check. What song were you going to sing? Long Lankin. I have that. Thomas the Rhymer. I have that three times already from the borders. Call the yows. I don't consider Burns to be traditional. If you've nothing specific to the area, I really have to be going. My love is as the blossom specific to the area. My love is as the blossom. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know that. Angela was 15 years old, but I don't believe she was any less fierce or any less remarkable than when I met her 75 years later. I have a little tape left, but... Be quick. I'll give you fourpence. Uh, I was told a shilling. Goodness, you're not shy. But uh, look, I have to take my cases downstairs. I have Angela is about to make is the first here? recording in a lifetime of recordings. And it is going to mess Etheridge up. Etheridge, so meticulous in almost everything, wasn't even in the room. He'd gone to take his cases to the cab. That original wire tape still exists. 
I've seen it. In an uncharacteristically slapdash hand, it is simply marked Straven. He could have saved himself so much time if he'd just bothered to get a name. If you're enjoying this little trip down the portal, please do recommend this to a friend. It really does make a massive difference to us. If you'd like to buy the music album that goes with this, go to my website or to Bandcamp. The Portal was directed by Wills Wilson. Etteridge was played by Dylan Reed. Angela was played by Anna Russell Martin. Hotelier by Owen Whitelaw. The Fiddler was Adam McNamara. MG was played by Martin Green. Recorded by Louis Blatherwick. Mixed by Callum Malcolm with Cameron Malcolm. Many thanks to Eloise Whitmore for all our help with sound design. Music and script by Martin Green. Featuring Rady Pete as the voice of the song. Breezer Campbell on small pipes in C. Dusseldorf-based Light of the Cthulhu featured Adrian Utley on guitars and synths. Disappointing fiddle playing by Louise Thomason. Produced by Martin Atkinson for Leapers Productions. The executive producer was Polly Thomas. The Portal was commissioned and presented with Edinburgh International Festival, South Bank Centre, Oxford Contemporary Music, National Theatre of Scotland, Shetland Arts, The North Wall, The Bristol Music Trust and the soon-to-be-renamed Colston Hall, Mac Arts Gala Shields, and was funded by Creative Scotland. <laughs>